All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking. In the meantime, this is the Super Bowl. We've had the Oscars, the Olympics. Yeah, we miss football, too. we got three mics, so we're still not giving Weird Mike his own. Uh, you know what? He doesn't look ready to go, but just like the Olympics to the girl who just went down the hill, you don't need to be. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everyone. I uh, hope you had a fun break. Yeah, you were not dreaming. Someone named Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, and it was far and awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a cold February up here in Toronto at our Kipling Studios. Ni hao, privyet, bonjour, hello, hola. Uh, joined, as always, by Weird Mike. How are you, sir? Hanging and banging. Yeah? Hanging and banging, bro. <laughs> I don't know what that means. but Allegedly. Yeah. We're going for long walks now. We might speed them up to, to runs, eh? Yeah, I'm all about those uh, power walks. There you go. Soak up my time in the suburbs. Did you watch the Oscars? Love the Oscars. I know you like the Oscars. The Oscars are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you bet on them. It's pretty cool, man. I love it. That's true. And we actually, we had it at the house, uh, you know, guys, girls, we had a big, like, Oscar pool going. I got farv and smoked. No research. What are you going to do? It's one of the few events that uh, blends degenerate gamblers with Normal people. Yo, uh, also, they you used know? to be better. Like, it's awful now. Awful. Voice of God, how you doing? Hello. The Lord himself. Yeah. Here uh, we are. Uh, yeah, Oscars, man. Did you see Did you see them? Saw a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it was just on when I got home, so I just watched it for a bit. I don't know. Shape, of, shape of Water. Didn't we, see it. No one saw it. Don't want to see it. I shout out Toronto Filmmaking, though. They... Uh, Film was made in Toronto, Commissioner Street. Yeah, I and guess. Shouted them out like crazy. I know. Another like you know, it was yeah. like ten minutes of, of Gu- the show. Just Guillermo, kept going. Mexican director, just loves getting out of Trump's America. The movie's about a kind of an old janitor lady that like makes love to a, a fish dude. You know, uh, true love, bro. I don't know if you remember what school was like and your old janitor lady. That's illegal. But <laughs> Bestiality. That's just one best picture? It, it, uh, I don't Someone know. invited me actually to that a couple months ago. They're like, yeah, we're going to see The Shape of Water. And I looked up the trailer and I was like, nope, nope, I'm busy. Uh, no, no desire to watch that. Not a Tom Cruise fan, okay? But American Made about the CIA pilot. And Tom Cruise plays like actually like not a Tom Cruise role. Where it's he's, an amazing movie. It's far from amazing. And it's true. I haven't C- seen that. CIA was using pilots to uh, send drugs to all over Central and South America and Noriega running cocaine. The CIA, CIA was involved in all this stuff. Anyway, crazy movie. Tom Cruise is not your normal Scientology weird ass. Uh, you know, I hope you fall off a cliff. Tom Cruise He's actually good in this. Is some Southern pilot who's just has, says fuck it. Uh, my TWA pilot life sucks. This sounds exciting. Let's go. Tom Cruise, zero Academy Awards. Kobe Bryant, one. Guy runs full speed in every movie he's ever done. No joke. It's in a contract. There's that. It's a funny YouTube video you can watch of Tom Cruise farvin running. Big on his own stunts. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Uh, also, the Olympics were on uh, while we were gone. I, I, I mean, I have pretty strong thoughts on what happened to Olympic hockey this year. I don't want to really get into them, but... Uh, you know, I'm happy for the, the, the guys that got to go. Uh, it's, it's not their fault what happened, uh, losing to Germany. But let me tell you, they really ruined the best tournament in hockey, the best tournament in the world. And I hope my kids one day again get to see the best of the best 
compete for Olympic medals. Uh, if you're an American owner of an NHL team, I think, wouldn't you just want to sell your game? And by sell your game, have your guys. Yes, they might get hurt, but that's short-sighted because they're going to become heroes on NBC in the part of the Olympics that everyone loves the most. And uh, man, they'll know. be back. They'll be back eventually. Farmer hopes so. I had uh, a lot of Olympic viewing this year. Uh, coincided with my Thailand hangover, little jet lag, little uh, couple trips to the can. Some late night Olympic viewing, so I enjoyed the Olympics for the first time in a while. I don't know why you had to throw in the couple trips to the can in that you have story. A, you have, a, you have a TV in your washroom. You're trying to set the visual. That no, I'm just saying it's keeping <laughs> me up. Paint a picture for the listeners. Yeah. Plus, you didn't really talk about the time either. This might have been like a couple trips to the can in like 37 minutes. You know. Um. Yeah. Do you see the girl? I, mean, I think we all saw uh, the girl who just went down the hill. Just went down the hill. Yep. She just. She was in uh, Alpine half pipe, and she was. A, she, uh, I'm sure y'all know the story. She was an American. She's got Hungarian descent. Hungarians did not have a representative in all Alpine half pipe. She sort of just went to every World Cup event, finishing in the top thirty. I'm sure some of the events didn't even have thirty competitors, but no one really noticed what she was doing. All of a sudden, she gets into Hungary without ever having to showcase. Uh, with proper specifications that she has at least the minimum requirements to be an Olympic athlete in this particular sport. She gives a double high five to her coaches like it worked <laughs> and and just goes down the hill like anybody uh, who's ever tried skiing could probably achieve in about a day and a half of lessons. Yep. Uh, no problem. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure there's some seven-year-olds who've been, you know, at... Holiday Valley for two two days of ski lessons who've moved on from the bunny hills and they're like, you know what? Hey, I could be in the Olympics next year. Yeah. And yes, that is an acceptable dream. It's good for you that you got dreams. Yeah. And that's good. Except it's supposed to be harder. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you can exploit the uh, the loopholes just the same way she did. Right. And yeah, this this feeds into my theory that there are about there needs to be about half as many Olympic events. Yeah. Way too many. Okay. It, like they don't doesn't need to be seventeen bobsled events, okay? There's not that many people that have access to an ice track. Well, like just I mean, like, if you weren't born at the site of an Olympics, Winter Olympics somewhere, you never bobsled it. You never will. So great, you are the best team of five hundred people that do it in the world. That's you know an exaggeration, but still, it is not a lot. I yeah, think it's actually a much. remarkably accurate guess. How many competitive bobsledders are there? Well, look, I got 1,200. Look, for, okay, two things. One, the Jamaican bobsled thing is like one of my favorite sort of like just kids stories growing up ever. You know, that's that, cool. That movie's amazing. You know, he looks at his he looks at his girl, you know, at the start of the movie. He's going to be on the track team. He looks at her just like one more run. And she's like, OK, go get him. The guy's in Farvin paradise. All right. He's going to smoke. And then he trips. I don't know if that's true. It's like a magic trick. I never found out on purpose. I just wanted to assume Someone named Junior <laughs> had tripped him, and the uh, 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 Malik, yo, you brother, the tough one, and uh, yeah, and 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 the, and the funny push cut driver. Anyway, great movie, cool runnings, inspiring uh, for any of you still chasing your dreams. Just one more run, you might get tripped. Get up and try bobsledding or something. It's probably uh, what the skier watched. Right? Uh, no, no, no. I know you're sending the wrong message. No, it, okay. Look, the 
Jamaican moms. If you're a good athlete, kids watch that. She movie. lives in Park City, Utah. She could have she could have got better at alpine skiing. They it was 88. John Candy was teaching them how to bobsled down a Farvin Hill. It's awesome. Jamaica, we got a bobsled team. The fastest never mind. Uh, <laughs> they want to name the uh, the Canadian Film Awards. Like, uh, you know, the trophy, the Academy Awards of the Oscars. Too many award shows. It's crazy. Jerry Seinfeld said it best. Awards are stupid. <laughs> okay. I want to name the Canadian Screen Awards the Candies. Yeah, that's John good. Candy. I like that, man. The guy's a so, beauty. You know, you win the candy, Canadian Screen Awards. Anyway, long story short, this girl found some crazy-ass loophole in Olympic qualifying through her Hungarian descent. And, uh, I love that. It, I didn't like it at all. Why not? She just went down the hill, man. She just hey, went down the hill. I'm reminded of Shawshank the when he was, makes up the person. The announcer, the loopholes the, in the mail. The announcers didn't even know what to do about it. <laughs> like they, one guy was actually sort of commentating on her tricks, but you can't, you couldn't, you know, you can't, gripping. you can't call them tricks. It's like gripping television. It's like it's like coming back with a, a, a small coffee and saying you did the groceries. All right, that's. She didn't go to. She's not a lip. Uh, stop it. Also, uh, anyway. Uh, all right, man. We got uh, the combine over the weekend. I'm sure we got uh, lots of news and notes for you coming up with our voice of the Lord. Um, what really excites me about free agency and the draft and the combine is all the major things that, that people don't see coming. They get all the media outlets. They get so caught up in like you know the, the teams and their needs and their expe- expectations. And then some team, you know, oftentimes will come out of the water in free agency or the draft and really. Uh, shake the whole thing up. And even if it doesn't happen, it's one of the funner things to think about. For instance, New England, okay? Picks up free agent Jimmy Graham. Yeah, doesn't seem too likely, but how the hell do you stop that? Not to mention, Gronk goes down again. You still got a lethal weapon with an offense that knows how to use a lethal weapon tight end. They used to have two lethal weapon tight ends. One of them is now not alive. You know? I, I, uh, I'm waiting I for what joke that. you were inserting there. <laughs> I was so... Hoping that New Orleans wouldn't pick up Jimmy Graham, but him in New England makes a lot of sense. Or, or even a guy like Tyler Eifert, but he might be looking for a massive payday where Jimmy Graham might just be like, you know what, let's, let's win. get another ring. Let's go. Give me something decent. I'll get some endorsements. Either way, just I love the mo- the big movers shakers. I also think someone that we don't see coming is going to move all the way up the draft because they fell in love with, over this weekend with one of these quarterbacks. I'm telling you, that's going to be the Bills. Far and hope so. But uh, where, do the, where do the Bills pick? Bills are 21 Ooh, nice. and 22. 21 and 22. Mayfield could fall that low. Those two easily package into the top 10. They also have draft picks next year just like, and the years after, just like every other team. And if Philly taught you anything about the current state of how to turn your team around in the NFL, for most of the position players, okay, you're probably not doing it through the draft or at least right away. Free agency... Draft well, don't get me wrong, but don't be afraid to take a chance if you identify the quarterback that you want. All right? You might be wrong, but if you see a guy that you want, not the game manager you need, but like, man, this guy could turn our franchise around. We're sold. Like Doug Peterson coming in. They already got quarterbacks on the go. Sam Bradford's one of them, and he's like, no, no, no. I want to let's trade as many picks as it takes, trade up with Cleveland, who are idiots and because we want Carson Wentz I'm not saying any of these guys are the next Carson Wentz I'm saying if you think that you got to do it 
because they don't pay them as much as they used to. Sam Bradford was the last quarterback to make that crazy ass rookie money. He got like fifty eight million guaranteed as soon as he got out. Yeah, that was that was the last of it. Or him or Matt Stafford was last. No, it was Bradford. Now, right now, it's like cut in half. It's not that massive of a thing anymore. Take a chance, swing for the fences. He might be your guy. By the way, I don't know if you saw Josh Allen at the combine, but. <laughs> We knew he was going to look like that at the combine, and you might say, yeah, well, we knew he was going to look like that. Like a lot of, you know, like the herd said and stuff. However, I, I, I believe what I saw, and, you know, there's been some scouts saying that, hey, he was playing with guys that are going to be bartenders uh, down in Wyoming, you know? Yeah. The guy looked like a man, man amongst boys. And like Ben Roethlisberger at University of Ohio, he didn't have the, necessarily the best stats, all right? Brett Favre, Mississippi State, 52% pass. What they call country strong. I'm just saying uh, there's something to this guy, and either he's fooling you. I don't, I don't believe it, though. His footwork was great. The guy's got a cannon arm. The things that he struggles with, I think he can teach. Short throws? All right. Let's quick. Let's speed it up. You don't need to do your massive cannon arm. But the guy throws long balls deep with fast footwork for a big guy. Uh, I think there's a lot of teams that are like, you know what? Especially if you have a quarterback that could play next year. Or if you're ready to wait with him a year, man. If you're Pittsburgh and you could go from Ben to him with two years of Ben in between, what else do you need if you're Pittsburgh right now? Yeah, that's not – I don't think he's going to fall that far in the draft. I think and, he's a good fit in Buffalo. If they don't take him, then the Bills should keep Tyrod. Because it's a windy stadium and we've had game managers since Jim Kelly. Which brings me to my truly <laughs> – Yo, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week, folks. You can only go as high as the ceiling you build in football and in life. You build a small ceiling, you're going to hit your head. All right? When you're picking a quarterback for your team, swing for the fences. Get a guy with a massive ceiling. Ben Roethlisberger wasn't going to be a sure thing for Pittsburgh. But they took him in the first round. Because the guy was massive, he seemingly had pretty good mobility, had a solid arm, and had the, the mistakes he had, accuracy, decision-making. You know what? Coaches figured they could fix. They could fix. Guy's a Hall of Famer. All right? I don't trust him in the bathroom at a bar, but he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> uh, the Bills have been building houses with small ceilings literally since Jim Kelly. That's and all you can build in Orchard Park. There's no tall buildings. I'm, it's time to think bigger. It's time to swing for the fences. They traded up. They traded a couple extra picks three years ago to get Sammy Watkins. All right? I like the risk-taking. Wrong investment. Okay? He's not the guy that raises your roof. A guy with a massive arm in a windy city with good footwork. Looks like he's coachable. Okay? So what generational you talent. Generational from, talent. From the generational talent QB store. Maybe. Hey, look, I'm saying if you're wrong, maybe, maybe. you're wrong. Look, one team in the first round is going to take them, and they're going to be wrong or right. I'm saying let's be that team. I'd rather be that team two years from now. You know what? You look good. We took a chance. So you got the Bills with 21 and 22. Denver passes on Josh Allen, country strong. Nobody needs a QB until nine. Uh, the Niners got want to trade down, accumulate talent. 
Switch the two. Whoever's going to get Buffalo. Josh Allen or or whatever. If you want one of those top four quarterbacks, not Lamar Jackson. No offense to him. I don't like the way he throws. It's not. It's look. The guy's smart. He's fast. He's a super big, good athlete. The one game I watched him, he, now his shoulder was injured. But then I watched previous games. Okay, is I, I don't like him. The other four quarterbacks. Look, you're gonna have to trade up to get them because people are gonna really like them. Uh, but the truth of the week is that you you may as well. What's the point of getting a guy like as far as this gets to my biggest point of the whole show? If I'm a Washington Redskins fan right now, I am sick to my farvin' stomach. Okay, but you don't you don't date somebody that just made your best friend look like an idiot. Okay, if the Chiefs and Redskins were best friend. <laughs> the Redskins are like, you know what? I like your sloppy seconds. That not good enough for you looks good enough for me. Let's go four years, even though my weak arm quarterback's older. What are the Washington Redskins thinking getting Alex Smith for these last four years of his career? Which, let's be honest, he's been on the decline. Uh, he looked good when he was super coached up by Andy Reid. Jay Gruden's a good offensive coach. I think they're going to finish the exact same as last year. Same record, same everything. Alex Smith gets hurt, and uh, because he's getting older, he, he's he's a weird, mobile, small quarterback. One hand of the helmet, he's due. I think he's going to be exactly the same he is as everywhere. He's going to win some games, and he's going to get in the playoffs. He may or may not win a game. You've just watched him not win a Super Bowl, given all the opportunities in, in, I, that you could give I a starting. Say, I didn't say Super not Bowls. Not you. I'm just saying you as the Redskins. Just watched him for the last 11 years, Niners, Chiefs, be not quite good enough. But I'm telling you. Why is that good enough for you? There's value in, being, in winning games and consistency. It's why the Bengals haven't moved off of Dalton. Yeah. Sure, there's better, but this guy's winning 9, 10 games, couple divisions. You know, not everybody swings for defenses. Uh, there's value in, that, in the space in the middle and the NFL to make money and not win championships. If that's my franchise and that's what they're going for, just slightly above mediocrity, and not by chance, but with an actual plan, I'm throwing away my jersey. That could be a fundamental belief of the organization. Doesn't mean they're not trying to win with what they yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, and I get it. So there's a big difference. Yeah, right? yeah, I get it, but they're idiots, okay? Regardless of whether that's their actual strategy or whether they just think that Alex Smith is suddenly, in the last four years of his career, yeah, you know what? He's going to look like a Super Bowl quarterback now. No. If Blake Bortles can almost make a Super Bowl, then Alex Smith is more than good enough to win one, okay? More than good enough to win one? Yeah. Why hasn't he yet? Has he had a team like that? No, because better quarterbacks are in the way. <laughs> They're going to get better than right? Jags. Right? He runs he, into he Tom is, Ray. He's good enough to win, win a Super Bowl. Nope. Hasn't done it yet. So have a... Neither, did, neither did Dan Marino. He, he's been to one. And would you say, how much better would you say Dan Marino is, that, than, is, is than Alex Smith? Substantially. Exactly. Well, he's an all-timer. So he could say he's good enough to win a Super Bowl. We're not necessarily going to reroute Alex Smith in there. The Redskins are going to jump. The Redskins are going to jump out to like a 4-1 and one or 5-2 and two record like Alex Smith always does. They finished in last place in the division. They're going to have an easy schedule. You watch. It's going to be exactly the same uh, with Smith. No difference. Niners, Chiefs, Redskins. Win, not the big one. Aim for the fences, baby. There's the only way to go.
Build well, you'll ceiling. lose your fans. You'll lose, uh, you know, you'll, you'll lose a lot of things. All right. Aim high in life. And if you're an NFL team, the Redskins basically just said, you know what? We're going to barely make the playoffs or not make the playoffs for the next four years. We'll work on Super Bowls in about five. Okay. Everyone else can have fun with these franchise quarterbacks. We got the Chiefs garbage. Sounds good to me. Um, yeah, that was the true of the week. Bills. Allen's your guy because he might be it. He might not be, but let that be your mistake. Good God. Come on. Hey. All right. When the, you know, the hottest girl in the room, someone's going to strike out with her. All right. Or someone's going to fucking, you know, get, be a little bit luckier than they thought that night. I've definitely been both of those Go guys. Go that, make that mistake. <laughs> I bet one more than the other. <laughs> definitely one more than the other. All right. Um, Look, everyone, everyone prays to their own God. We got our own Lord on this show. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Statistician. Uh, voice of God, the news matters. I've just been handed an urgent news story. All right. Thank you, Jeff. News that matters, off-season edition. Uh, breaking news as of this Wednesday evening that we're recording. Uh, a couple big trades just went down. Michael Bennett, defensive lineman for your Seattle Seahawks have been sent to the Super Bowl champ Philadelphia Eagles for wide receiver Marcus Johnson. I had never heard of him either. He was an undrafted guy that uh, has had a bit of injury trouble, but blazing fast, crazy fast. And, um, yeah, they also swapped a seventh-round pick for a fifth-round pick. Um, you know, Michael Bennett has been a huge part of the Seattle defense that's been, you know, probably the best of the last, you know, 10 years or so. But they desperately needed to clear up some cap space and owed him a lot of money. So they had to do it. The uh, the tweet or sorry, a tweet actually broke the deal. Um, Michael Bennett sent out a picture of him rocking an Eagles jersey with the caption "Free Meek Mill." So pretty cool way to do it. Yep. If you're Meek Mill, just every day is seemingly just glorious in jail. Everyone else in jail <laughs> hates life. You know, he's just selling like. Wakes up, hey, he sold like you know, a hundred more, hundred thousand more hits on your on your song, like you know, every day. Yeah. I, I got it now on my dude. Yeah, nightmares, and, nightmares and dreams, far enough. It is rack great. It up, rack but it up. Jail is still jail. So. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Alec, Ogle, Alec Ogletree, uh, inside linebacker for the L.A. Rams, who they just signed last year to a four-year, forty-two million dollar deal, um, is gone. He is now a New York Giant. Um, they tr gave, traded a fourth and sixth round pick to get him, and it didn't. He didn't really seem to fit into Wade Phillips's defensive scheme. Um, they were really bad against the run last year, and he is a converted safety, as is their other inside linebacker. And yeah, out of town. He's uh, he's got a nose for the ball, though. I think it's a good pickup for the Giants. Oh, great, great player. Um, and the Giants were yeah, were very thin at linebacker. So yeah, solid move. Yep. So those are some big ones. Um, some other news in uh, was he the guy that knocked over Wade Phillips? No, was that was he was when he was on Houston? Man, he got destroyed one time. Uh, check it out on YouTube, folks. Wade Phillips is not paying attention on the bench during a football game, and you should always pay attention when you're on the bench at a football game. He gets destroyed, and luckily for him, he's kind of like a human marshmallow man, and uh, he was okay. He survived. Uh, yep. Uh, some other just general free agency news. Um, the deadline to franchise tag your players um, passed yesterday, March 6th. 
Some notable names uh, that got the tag. Jarvis Landry, Ezekiel Ansah for the Lions, Demarcus Lawrence of the Cowboys, LaMarcus Joyner uh, for the Rams, as well as Lev Bell, uh, obviously, for the Steelers. Um, two guys right there that stand out automatically. Lev Bell, he was franchise tagged last year, which he was super not happy about. Um, you know, he has been one of the top, if not the top, running back in the league. He's really looking for that long-term deal. He is in the prime of his career. And, yeah, run, I mean, running backs don't have a, a long lifespan in the NFL. Um, so he's really not happy. He's been super vocal about it on Twitter. And even just today I saw that, yeah, he mentioned in, uh, I guess, in an interview that, yeah, maybe I sit out one week, maybe I sit out ten weeks. Not of training camp, but the regular season. So he's uh, he's not a happy camper there in Pittsburgh. Have you noticed that generally defensive players are content and somewhat happy when they get tagged? There's this guaranteed, but, but offensive players are like never happy with the tag, but defensive players seems far more tolerant of it. Well, it's usually it's just sort of an indication like, uh, I mean, the defensive player, if they're entering their prime, they almost like, that's the way the NFL works now. Like if you have some couple crazy seasons toward the end of your contract, you're going to get tagged and then you're going to hit free agency if you're still healthy. You know, like sort of the way it goes with like, you know, superstar Ds. Um with Lev Bell, it's like if yeah. if he make if he gets tagged again and takes it eventually, let's say he shows up week one, you know he's still gonna make fourteen million this year, and then I think he made eleven last year. It's like twenty five million for two years with nothing guaranteed past that. But uh, you know, offensive players are pissed because like it's 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 not like they know they can get hurt at any tackle. Lev Bell is like forty percent of their offense, maybe fifty. Given his situation, yeah, um, I'd be pissed. You know, he wants that deal. He wants that one deal, and then he's happy. And he just he doesn't want to have to think about this every off season. And right. you know, I, I definitely get it there, and I, I get it from the side of the Pittsburgh Steelers of limiting their liability and you know, right. not locking, holding, locking in a lot of money to uh, another asset. The Steelers also Steelers also said that they want to get a deal done. Like we don't know the negotiating. Like they might be, he might be asking for like a hundred million and like a trip to the moon, you know? I'm surprised uh, they haven't caved. You know, there was the one telling stat on Bell, not the yards, the catches. He's never given up a sack. They credit like running backs yeah. like picking up a blitz or he's never given up a sack in his five years in the NFL. That tells me that he's in tune with the offense. Like they got his back like, this guy's paying attention. You know what I mean? Like, I know there's this and that. But to me, like you say, weird angles, that's what I like. Like, I would have paid him on that stat. Yeah, he, he more than deserves it. Like, every box has been checked. He's been unreal, incredible. Like, you know, hasn't been hurt. He's been, but, yeah, it's just they have a lot of money tied up in Antonio Brown. They got money tied up in, in Big Ben. And there's just only so much to go around. And they don't want to cripple themselves. And it's... I get it. It's just it's shitty. He's so good, man. Like if it's like when you're if you're so good when you're watching the Steelers play, it's like if you were playing Madden, you'd be like, man, like I feel like someone's using a cheat or something. Like, you know, I shouldn't be able to just use this one player to just win a game. Not to mention Antonio Brown running down the seam. Boom. Uh yeah. Another guy to mention of that group, Jarvis Landry. Um, so he did, yeah, sign the or got the franchise tag. Um. It's been no secret, though, for many weeks that neither he or Miami are happy with the situation. They don't want to pay him. He doesn't want to stay in Miami. It's pretty much become a toxic environment down there. Um, so they're pretty actively on both both sides of the deal trying to find him a new home. Um, a couple possible suitors have popped up already. 
Baltimore, San Francisco, as well as the Chicago Bears. Baltimore seems to be where receivers go to die. You know? Yeah, he shouldn't go to Baltimore. Don't go to Baltimore. Uh, and Landry wants no part of Buffalo. No. By the way, he's a good friend of Odell Beckham Jr. LS, except LSU boys. LSU boys uh, broke the record, like coming in together for most. Anyway, most uh, completion or uh, most catches by uh, a, a former tandem. You know, at college, coming out in the same year, both first round draft picks. But either way, you'd know him a little bit more. Except he doesn't have a cool acronym for his name. ODB doesn't really work as uh, JL blank. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's. I mean, he's a top end talent in the slot, but he's he's just not, you know, causing as many problems to defensive coordinators by being able to burn you, you know, deep. Dolphins got some good receivers. They've been making Ryan Tannehill look better than he is for a couple of years now. Remember him, by the way. Yeah, good luck with that when he comes back. And yeah, you think he's the guy? No, I don't think he's. That, I don't think he's that good. <laughs> no, he's not. But they they got good receivers. They got an offensive coach. Miami should be better than they are. They also have Indama Kong Su, who's like King Kong. What's going on? Donkey Kong Sue. Something ever something happens when you go down to Miami. I think we saw it on Ballers too. You get Absolutely. soft, man. You get Absolutely. soft. It's Miami. Yacht Beach, parties. Man. Yeah. It's yeah, just a great place drugs, to be rich. Chicks. Yeah. Yeah. Giddy up. Yeah. You gotta be pretty uh mature. Scarface. You need like you need like farm boys and like Mormon team based team. Like other notable free agents, Mr. Allen Robinson of the Jacksonville Jaguars did not get the franchise tag, which came as a surprise to some. Um, he's been, you know, kind of had a hot and cold career thus far. 2015, he put up 1,400 yards and I think 8 to 10 TDs uh, made Blake look great. A lot of good garbage time TDs for fantasy players. Um, but, yeah, last season uh, he tore his ACL week one. And, I mean, they made it the, made it to the conference championship without him. So I kind of get it. They got Mercedes Lee. They got some other... You know, guys in there that they think can do the job. And I think it's old school Coughlin calling your bluff. You know, you had only one good season. We're building something real here. That's why they brought back Bortles, trying to keep a core. Sure, there's better out there, but maybe not a better fit for what's going on. He saw that the guy's had his back now. He's won a couple playoff games. But uh, I'm actually not surprised that they didn't franchise Robinson. I like it. They're going to let him decide if he wants to be part of this or not. And not waste whatever that tag is, 13 or 14 mil. Two things. One, say he sounds like a librarian. Uh, Alan Robinson, your books are late. Uh, secondly, uh, yeah, that defense. <laughs> without, without a quarterback, just almost got them to the Super Bowl. That, it was that defense that did it. Uh, and yeah, they are pricey. Uh, yeah, you can't be wasting money on uh, uh, library cop Robinson there. He, again, talented, but... Disposable, like expendable, but no, he, you replaceable. Keep, you, you keep him on that contract. Yeah, and sure. He plays hungry for a new deal. Sure, and then maybe it's a win-win for everybody. No, he's uh, yeah, he's a, he's a number one receiver. He's he's gonna get picked up. Jaguars are getting rid of those two-tone helmets, by the way. Thank Farvin God. Take them more seriously now. They look like a Division Three team. I saw their leaked jerseys. They're going all black, all white, and all teal, or whatever that is, with uh, one color helmet, black helmet, for all three versions of the jersey. Is there anything on the helmet? Yeah, just the, the, like Jaguar, the Jaguar logo. Jaguar it's just logo. not the gold and black. I don't know. They're okay. They're like, whatever. Man, they, they're Jaguars. They, they, should, just, they should literally just be all black. Like they don't, they don't even need numbers. Like Maybe shiny black numbers on matte black jerseys. You know, Be the Jaguars. Jaguars, are they're afraid to be cool. Jacksonville's got like a complex to the city, like. What do you They're mean? Small. Have you ever been there? It's like a big martini party the whole time. Yeah, it's not college football. 
That's Jacksonville. Georgia. Not one weekend of the year. Not the whole year. It's Buffalo it's warm. It's Gators warm Buffalo. and football, baby. Jacksonville is warm Buffalo. Some other number one receivers uh, that are on the market. Sammy Watkins did not get the franchise tag from the L.A. Rams. Um, you Let's know, bring he, him back to Buffalo. No. He's, yeah. Uh, people forget that he was the first receiver off the board taken by the Bills with the fourth overall pick in the most stacked receiver class I've ever seen. Mike Evans, Odell Beckham, Brandon Cooks, Devontae Adams, Jarvis Landry, Allen Robinson, a lot of other guys in there. Um, basically half of the receivers on current NFL rosters. Uh, we're in that draft, and he has that talent, of four, and we saw it a little bit in his rookie season, but he's uh, been hit with the injury bug a couple times in his short career, and it's it's cost him. But, you know, he's he's one of those guys that makes people sweat, and, uh, you know, the L.A. Rams didn't really use him that much, but, yeah, he, he's, he has the talent. He's got big hands. He's a big guy. Uh, yeah, he's the, he should be. Beat speed. He should like, be. Better than he is, but again, yeah, hit with the injury bug. He's not coming back to Buffalo, man. Name one player right now, top of your head, who's come back to Buffalo. All right? <laughs> you, you know? No. Life in the fast lane, man. You get out of Buffalo, you don't go back. It's like your fourth tour in Iraq. You know what? After your third one, even, uh, escape. even the American sniper was like, honey, I'm coming home. <laughs> okay? They're sending Anquan Bolden shows up in Buffalo. I'm retiring. <laughs> yeah, they still made the playoffs this year. They, they did. Thank you, Andy Dalton. Oh, baby. Thank you, Andy Dalton. Mr. Kirk Cousins still needs a new home, and it looks like that search has gotten a little, uh, the list has gotten a bit smaller. Oh, yeah. Miss, the New York Jets and uh, Minnesota Vikings have kind of risen to the top of the list. He has said he wants to get paid. He's also said that he wants to win. So I'm not sure exactly how the Jets fit into that situation of winning. But, yeah, there's uh, reports coming out today that he was offered oh, a $91 million contract, all like entirely guaranteed, three-year deal. From the Jets? From the Vikes. The Vikings, by the way, are going to be horrible next year. I just want to point this out yeah, to everyone. I, I think They're going to regress a bit. I think that, no, I think it's a bad move. There's bad chi. People will always think that they made the wrong decision. Exactly. Whatever they do with Cousins in Minnesota. Write out what they got. Give Case the reins. Uh, you know, $15 million cheaper. And uh, he's going to chase the money, and he's going to do a song and dance. He always said it wasn't about the money, and then if your cousin, it's all about the money. If your cousins, like, is Arizona not in the picture anymore? No. Really? Man, they've all fallen in love with some of these rookie quarterbacks. True. Because, anyway, they were, they were interested. I, I, mean, I don't know. I didn't Marginal talk, interest. I didn't talk to them. A cousin's better than Smith. Washington's... Farvin's stupid. He's not. Yep. Hey, I'll bet you. I'll bet you right now. Uh, a, a half mile, <laughs> a half mile run, run or something. We'll, we'll, we'll think of something. A round of golf. Round of golf on who gets more wins next year: Kirk Cousins or Alex Smith? Dude, probably, I, probably, but, probably before, Kirk. Before I even know where Cousins goes, I got Cousins. Do you golf? Not much. Once a year. <laughs> okay. No. No time for that. When it's, hot out, I'm in a, when it's hot out, I'm in a boat, not on a. Course. Anybody want that? Anybody want that round of golf? Say I, that again. I got friend? I got cousins to win more games than Alex Smith next year. How about that? In, injuries, anything no. goes. I don't like the Redskins lo- roster no, no, at all. Let's see. Let's see where uh, cousins goes. No. By the time our next show. I got cousins right meow. 
Do you know anyone like Alex Smith in the Redskins that no, much? No, because he's going. He's going to go to the Vikes. He's going to go to the Vikes, and they all, they should have been in the Super Bowl. So. He's going to go to the Jets because he's going to take ninety million, guaranteed from the Vikings. Jets are going to up it hundred mil. Either way, I got cousins for a game of golf. You got Alex Smith. And uh, you, it's like week three all over again. You and the Washingtons uh, will be crying, wondering what, who the hell's the GM and uh, how long's his contract Did, by about week seven. I just had some deja vu, man. I was back in cousin or uh, Smith with KC, and now I got him on the Skins. By the way, random uh, random factoid here: uh, a little truth, of the, uh, a little look who's talking nugget. Uh, we can even do it again. One more. Truth of the week. Damn. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. <laughs> Little mini truth of the week for you. In case you didn't know this, you know what a deja vu is, folks? Okay, this is a real thing. Deja vu is your subconscious seeing something 0.01 seconds before your conscious recognizes it. So you think you've seen it before, but actually your subconscious just saw it a millisecond before you. The more you know. Those of you not old enough to remember G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe knew. <laughs> Left eye, right eye. Um, yeah, man. I got Kirk Cousins, baby. And uh, yeah, deja vus. There's no other. It's not about the other dimension or something. You just saw it. All right. Um, we, got a, we got a couple names to get through. We're going to go rapid fire here. Um, starting with the rapid QBs. Fire, I like it. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Hey. Caught him. I told you. <laughs> this, this, this look, he was never good before yeah, his injury. rapid fire. Cut him, keep him, let him walk. Cut him. He's gonna be someone's backup. Spit our next name, VOG. Sam Bradford. Cut him. Or or Bridgewater goes to a team where like wait, wait, wait. Or he goes to a team where like Arizona where they draft somebody like Baker Mayfield or something, and they want Teddy to like be that bridge two years. Literally, Bridgewater. Anyway, Teddy's not a bridge. I, I've heard that as well about Bradford and Keenum. Bring them in, two, three year deal, you know, take a high risk with Lamar Jackson, someone like that, or, you know, even uh, Baker Mayfield. Next name. Coach him up. Moving on to the running backs, Carlos Hyde. Keep him. Ooh. They I, might trade up and get Barkley, so get rid of him, but he's pretty good. Underrated. Underrated. Uh, when he's healthy, he is quite productive. Deion Lewis. Reports are he wants a deal. Cut Pats him. probably aren't going to give it to him. him. No, no, no. The Pats, uh, the Pats are going to let him go. And uh, sorry, let him walk. That's an option. Let him walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be a, there's going to be a team with an offensive coach picks him up because he's going to appreciate how smart he is. He's going to get paid. Oh God! So yeah, the the entire league is interested in him right now. Um, he just he wants like at least you know six plus mil a year and yeah. Guy scores touchdowns. Give it to him. He's used to being though the third wheel on a three on a third. Head on a He's the one who's monster. going to San Fran. He, a little bit of he, senior guidance, how to get into the end zone. He was he was the lead back. Him. Pardon? He was the lead back. Another running yeah, back. but do you know what I mean though? Like depending on what their game plan was, like yeah, you need someone else. Burkhead, White in the Super Bowl because he catches a bit more. You know, uh, Mr. Jarek McKinnon is not too happy in Minnesota. He let him walk. No, he's well. They're going to, but he's he's good. He's better than you think. He's better than Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray. He's a different type of they player. They got too many guys. Too many yeah, guys. It's, let it's, him walk. It's a log jam. Dalvin, let walk or I'd keep. I'd keep him. I'd cut Latavius Murray. There you go. Spin it. 
He wants a new guy. He wants a number one role. That's yeah. the issue. But Dalvin Cook is the guy. There's no denying. Uh, Rex Burkhead, a lot of interest around the league for him. Uh, I say New England keeps him. Car- yeah. Character guy. And they just like him wow. and what he does. He's a catching fullback, wow. yeah. basically. Like they, they, Versatile. Drew, teams like Drew, uh, yeah, the Saints. Pick up a blitz. The Packers, the Patriots. When you have a super high-end quarterback... They love those little fullback trick plays because he's the guy covered by a linebacker. And if you have quarterbacks smart enough to figure that out, you score touchdowns with him. Mr. Isaiah Crowell, Cleveland Browns. Uh, they got Duke Johnson in there catching the ball. He's and they're going to probably take one late. In the I say let him walk. You know, he's, uh, he served well, and he's been a big part of the losing, and let him walk. Of course they should keep him. He's their bell cow back right now. And you're changing everything else all the time. Keep your running back. Jeff's favorite player, Legarrett Blunt. Legarrett Blount. Is he? He's, he's lucky. Which t- he's probably looking at. Who do I think is going to win the Super Bowl next year? You they know, get a three-peat. No, never been done. Never been done. Three in three years, three different teams. The Legarrett Blunt story. The Pittsburgh Steelers. The Green Bay Packers. Now they're too far away. No, cold weather. He works. He plays. I like that. They really need him, too. I'm telling you. I like that. Replace, Gary, you listening to us? A-Rod? Replace Eddie Lazy. and Can we tag uh, A-Rod's girl Lazy's in our been. podcast on LeGarrett, though, I mean, Minka, like, a, you better have someone else that can run the ball for most of the time. Because he wasn't, you know. So you got Rodgers motivated off the injury. He's third down back. No, third no, down, Aaron that's third Rogers. down back. Sorry, but. Aaron Rodgers motivated off the victory. But you could you could, you could plop in any running back from this year's class and blunt, and there you go, one two punch. I think oh. the Patriots are going to look at McKinnon, by the way. But which team? Who? Which team? If they sign Blunt, <laughs> smoke him if you got him. Uh, would really like get you fired up. We have Packers. Packers. I just told I, you. It's rapid fire. I don't think Steelers can avoid it, but if Steelers, if they could. If they could you got Lev Bell. He's not going back to Steelers. He's not going back. You got Le- he loved his time with the Steelers. He hated it. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. That's did why he? he left. Is that what he said? Yes. No. Spit out our next yes. name before Pittsburgh we tell you. Pittsburgh is a beautiful God. place. He, d- he left midseason back to the team that let him walk. Yeah. I was worried that you two were going to gang up on me. But it's turned into us against him. I'm yeah, into this. Both farming idiots. <laughs> Moving on to a couple. It's football, okay? He's- some wide receivers. We'll go win a Super Bowl with them. Terrell Pryor, after a breakout season two years ago with the Browns, he had a pretty uh, pretty crap time in Washington. I see Ted Ginn in him, or Ted Ginn Jr., sorry. Uh, I say keep him and give him a shot with Alex Smith, and uh, maybe they make some work. Keep him. I don't know why you benched him last year. Yeah. Fresh start, under contract. He's a solid keep athlete. Him. Lose your ego. Gruden might cost you your job. Danny Amendola has been taking some team-friendly deals for the last number of years, oh, making, what, making well below league value. How about you go first on this one, Varsagaya? With Edelman coming back healthy, it's, it's like... Chris his, Hogan, Brandon Cooks. His value to the Pats is maybe not as high, even though he's super talented and super necessary. Keep him, cut him, or let him but walk. But some other team's going to want to pay him a shit ton. He wants to stay on a winning team. He wants to stay with the Pats. So I think he is the ultimate team player, and he is going to take another team-friendly deal again, and he's going to stay within New England. So keep... Well, yeah, he's... yeah. 
Keep. keep. He's not. Well, a lot of these situations aren't necessarily like you're just thinking. They're just short white people that suck up to Brady. No, that's what's going on right now. With this no, keep, they're, yeah, their contracts are done. Well, what I'm saying them? is, is that in some of these situations that we're talking about, it's not up to the team to keep, cut, or let him go. They're free agents, so it's like the players. They're all free agents. Yes, well, we're well, listing. I've only mentioned free, free agents. agents. Being the GM, I'm being the GM, and what I would think about it, these yeah, players. You're, <laughs> keep a, keep them with the hypothetical go. money. I don't have. right, right. I'm saying in some of these situations, it's worth mentioning that the player might just walk to get more money, sure. regardless of what the, sure. the, the team wants to do. But well, then that uh, makes what you're saying it redundant. The rapid fire. Keep him. Well, he's gonna get more money. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Status quo. What I would do. Right. Sign more of good players and I'm cut. The assuming b- they're all at market value. Sign good players and cut the bad ones. Draft strategy by Weird Mike. Loaded tight end yeah, free agents. We got Jimmy Graham. We got Tyler Eifert. We got Trey Burton, who is a stud, but he's been behind Zach Ertz, Austin Safarian Jenkins, and Marty Bennett. All free agents. Boom. Nothing's really leaping off the page. Look, kind of like Jimmy to the Pats. Jimmy's not gonna. Uh, that got me excited. But I, I think it's more likely the Pats trade up if they see that Penn State. Uh, crazy tight end prospect because you don't want to overpay uh, some tight end that's going to come in and be making a similar salary to Gronk. You got a Hall of Famer. True story. You you want that some guy who knows he's on a second level. Well, you know Gronk got maybe a couple years left. Bringing that Penn State guy, you have this seamless transition of monster tight ends. And how's your father? I would love to see that too. They did draft a tight end last year. Um, one of the Hollister brothers. Uh, one's a receiver. One's a tight end. Cody and Jacob. Give me uh, one more tight end before I ask about Tyler the Eifert. Packers. Tyler Eifert. There you go. Or Packers. Jimmy Graham. Packers are going to get some tight end that's not gonna, that's not too old. They're going to get it hurt like Bennett did to them last year. The best so Graham, seasons. Graham is old and right. Eifert is a chandelier. Graham's not that old. Bennett's done. Yeah, he is. He, he's he he's did over like, thirty. He did four years in New Orleans, and I think he did three years in Seattle. Yeah, he's probably like 28, 29. Late prime still. Let's check him out. All right. Stats lady. By the way, this show is brought to you by Huck Media. We want to thank uh, Huck Media. Check them out on YouTube and everywhere. Remember to rate, review, subscribe to Look Who's Talking. We got off-season specials for you all year. And uh, you know what? Football season's ever approaching, my friends. Just keep running towards the light. And uh, I like that. Just in from Stats Lady Doris. Doris! Jimmy Graham, 31 years old. How about them apples? Hey, you know what? Hey, Rod, Rogers can work with that. Rewind the best t- year he ever had, he had that freak show tight end uh, when he won the Super Bowl. I forget his name. Jermichael Finley. Jermichael Finley he was, was a monster for them on third down. And yep. that's what he's been missing because you can't only throw to small white receivers the whole time. Any uh, up-and-coming kickers on that? Uh, no, nope, we list? only talk about what the people want to hear, Yep, which uh, is not kicker talk. Although it is getting more important every year, still... Uh, yeah, nothing to report. I think Graham Gano did something. I saw it on he the He got board. signed, re-signed by the Panthers. There you go. Yeah, I like it. Yep. Three, and four-year deal. everybody just turned our show off. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Sweet. Uh, man, we had a lot of fun watching, uh, watching some of the Combine, getting ready for the draft. I was totally enthralled by the Combine. Yeah, when you're out of the country, by the way, and you come back to North America and you see Mel Kuyper... Just absolutely obsessed with the NFL draft. And it, it really goes to show you just how much America and, and like, you know, just is is really looking in at all times. Yeah. Um, Kuipers, the, the draft Knicks in general. Um, 
his mock drafts are he's he's lost it. He's lost his mind. Man, I saw I saw some footage of him in like the nineties and it's a like young Kuiper and yeah, just that there's an ridiculous old, hairdo. There's, there's an old clip of him like chirping some chirping some uh uh coach or GM, I think it was the Colts or something not the Colts, somebody. Bengals for not taking Trent Dilfer and instead they took somebody else. Now Dilfer ended up being a better pick, but Dilfer ended up, you know, kind of sucking too. But uh, Dilfer called it, or uh, Kuiper called him out. The guy's on like a satellite radio with an ESPN reporter being like, and who the heck's, who the hell's Mel Kuiper? All right, this guy knows nothing. May <laughs> as well be a bag boy at your grocery store. Anyway, started a really nice rivalry. It's been really good ever since. Uh, yeah. But yeah, a couple highlights from the, from the combine. Saquon Barkley, if you haven't been paying attention to any football, um, you probably still heard about this guy. He went on a tear at the Combine. Uh, the top running back prospect this year from Penn State, Monster Day, put everyone on notice in the league. Uh, you know, there's talk about him going number one overall, and it's not that insane. His 40 time was uh, 4.4 seconds, which is faster than Ezekiel Elliott. He had a 41-inch vertical, which is better than Odell Beckham, and repped uh, 225 on the bench 29 times, which beat Luke Keekley entering the league. So pretty insane. Um, Sean Payton also came out and said that he's the best running back prospect in the last 25 years. So pretty high praise from an offensive guru like that. I like uh, I like where you're going with that voice of God. Uh, I put on my Cleveland GM hat uh, last couple days, and I think Cleveland should take Saquon with the first overall pick. You're an idiot. Because he's not going to be there at four. I don't think they should take a quarterback because whoever they select may not want to be there. Remember, that's a special place, a lot of losing. You don't want somebody, especially a young kid, coming there who doesn't want to be there. You got A.J. McCarron. I know it's not a celebrity name, but it's somebody who wants to be there, who knows the system with Hugh Jackson from his time in Cincinnati, and you could build something. You got Saquon with the best, and you still got the fourth overall pick, and you could trade down and build draft capital. I think it's important that the Browns get a QB that wants to be there. That's really the only way this is going to work. You're an idiot. You're going to pick Saquon <laughs> Barkley first? Yes. Okay, look. When you can, when you can pick in the top, in the top, you know, at the top of the draft, all right, it's rare. You don't have to trade up to do it. You don't have to do anything, okay? Just don't farve this up. Pick a quarterback, one that you think can lead your franchise for the next 10 years. Yes, you have been wrong before. You know what? So have other teams. Just like in life. You're going to be wrong. Doesn't mean you stop making the decision you feel is best and the one that has been studied by your peers as usually the best idea to do. When you're picking number one, you should. You didn't do it last year, and you were number two two years ago, and you didn't do it two years ago, and you still don't have a quarterback. You take a farving quarterback. Barkley does look good. If you like him with your fourth pick, trade up and try to get him. All right? Uh, an unusual development with the third mic. Uh, you've started to raise your hand. Like we're in kindergarten there. What's going on with that? Lord, it helps with the sequencing. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. I mean, they have, I don't know the last time a team had two of the top four picks. So it's, right. I, I mean, if I I'm the Browns, that. if I'm the Browns, I'm taking Sam Darnold first overall. Because yeah, that is a bigger issue. Um, you know, you can get talented running backs deeper in the draft. Yes, this guy is a game changer, but quarterback is the biggest position and much larger lifespan. But hey, if you don't, if you take Saquon Barkley, you're going to be able to get, like, it's not going Darnold, Rosen, Allen after that. 
Okay, like you are getting, you are still getting one of those top three recruits that it's it's all pretty much up in the air. Like all the top guys have them, you know, fluctuating off the board. There's no, you know, absolute number one. But what I'm saying is that like that's just what it looks like right now. One of these guys might be an absolute first ballot Hall of Famer. One of them might have a decent career. One of them might be a poor man's Jared Goff. You know, one of them might be a poor man's Brett Favre. Look, here's who I think everyone is, okay? Let me just lay so it out you're, for you. You're, so by your theory, they should take two quarterbacks. No. Which also isn't that you insane. definitely take the guy you want at one. That's it. Do whatever you want after that. But don't, don't farve this up. Don't overthink this. I don't think these two California kids can cut it in Cleveland. Total culture shock across the globe. Uh, the weather, like you keep saying, you know, I just don't see it. Well, Carson Palmer is a pretty good California kid. USC went to Cincinnati. Had a pretty good career. All right? Correct. Knee injury with uh, Von Hasselhoffen's helmet or whatever yeah, his name was. was. A freak accident. Yeah, shitty deal. Um, here's what I think, okay? Rosen <laughs> looked just like a bit like a kid at the Combine. Great. In his US UCLA career, he got hurt a couple of times. He's a bit small, okay? Smart guy. Great thrower of the football, not super strong thrower of the football. Maybe not ideal for Cleveland weather. That's probably why everyone's thinking they're not going to lean with Rosen. Sam Darnold's got a stronger arm, kind of like Brett Favre, but it doesn't always come across as, as a nice spiral, and it's slightly inconsistent. And he's lived in California. He's been a surfer dude, skateboarder guy, went to USC specifically because he just wanted to hang out with the same friends he grew up with, just like Brett Favre went to South Mississippi State. Oh, oh, that was kind of the only school that offered him a scholarship because uh, his foot dad ran his high school team and they only ever ran the ball. Either way, took Brett Favre a year or two to adjust to life. Okay, went to Atlanta. They didn't really fit in with the coaching staff who were slightly, you know, it's just weird situation. Goes to Green Bay halfway through the season, better coached. Now he's ready. You know, it starts to look good. I think Sam Darnold's like a Brett Favre. I think it's going to take him a year. I still think he's going to be really good. But is Cleveland patient enough because of their history of all these bad quarterbacks? They gave up on Brady Quinn in a year. They're giving up on their Notre Dame quarterback, Deshaun Kaiser, who I think is still talented. He had the worst QBR. I sorry, know. Passer, passer rating. But if you league. watch the games, it wasn't necessarily all his fault. It was a weak QB draft class. Um, but no, I agree. Uh, Sam Darnold's definitely country strong, thick. Tough guy. I think he can handle that weather, handle that division, and I think yeah. I if, think he's going to be a if I'm great. A GM. I think he's going to be a great quarterback. I think there's no way he wins rookie of the year, and I don't think. I think Cleveland thinks that they're right for him because he does have a strong arm, kind of weird like Favre, where he could just power it through. Also, just a good game player, you know. But he's not going to look at the skills. Not going to look at the draft. And I feel like it's going to take him a year to adjust to the NFL, just like he didn't look great in his first six starts in college. Whether you succeed or not in your first rookie year as a quarterback, I don't think there's anyone coming out of college. There's no, there's no one that should start their first year. Carson Wentz. I'm just saying you can succeed doing it. The trends lately, if you're picked that high, you should look pretty good when you start. And just every quarterback sort of matures differently. Well, Houston's quarterback uh, from Clemson. Deshaun Watson, Watson. Yep. starts in the NFL, rock star. They're desperate. Would, maybe would have won the, the MVP if he kept going. I was saying, I'm saying more guys get rushed into it because of the bullshit public pressure right. and the fans want it. But it's like, no, no. 
college game is much simpler. It is there's a whole lot to learn, That's and no harm comes from sitting out a year. But like, suck it, fans. Yep. Uh, we're trying to develop Rodgers and Brady here. But I'm just saying, let it it's, marinate. It's rare that you're in a, uh, a a situation with your franchise where your coach has extra years to play with. The Pats, the Steelers, the Packers, the Seahawks, maybe one or two more teams. Oakland now, where your coach is like, yeah, yeah, it's going to take a year with this guy. You know, we're not expecting much this year. There's a whole bunch of other coaches in the league on like two year two year leashes, tops. So you better be showing something. If your owner's not psychotic, he should understand a plan and some, you know, the Babcock, the Shanna plan. Go through the hurt. Yeah. Get to the bright. Giants, everyone's saying they're going to take Barkley. I think they're going to take, I think they're going to take a quarterback because the New York Giants never pick in the top three. They haven't had a running game in a decade. Yeah, I know. If Cleveland doesn't take Saquon. I almost hope I'm wrong because I still believe in Eli. Get Saquon Barkley. Get your defense healthy. Coach your O line up for an entire uh, preseason. Get your receivers healthy. Hey man, they they, they start off three and zero. How how dumb does that Eli benching look now? If they're you know a playoff team next year, you think Eli's better than Alex Smith? Yes, you're insane. He's got two Super Bowls. That doesn't matter. That does matter. That does not matter. Plays big in big games. Alex Smith barely shows up big games. Um, Eli, Eli, what's the bet? Eli didn't lose to Tennessee at home in a playoff game. Ooh, in the year, in the last put chance, that on Andy he really Reed. had. Giants need a running more. game. Anyways, other highlights from the combine. The ball was in his very small Donald Trump-like hand. It's Alex Smith's fault. <laughs> Look at them; they're small. Other highlights from the combine: uh, Shaquem Griffin. You guys also probably mostly heard this story, um, but the UCF linebacker, um, member of the self-proclaimed UCF team that uh, went undefeated and just kind of said that we're the national champions. Yep. Even though they didn't play in the game, but I mean, that's a whole other debate. Probably still would have been a fun game. Um, the guy's got one hand, um, so really caught everyone um, by surprise. He wasn't actually invited to the Combine originally, um, or the Senior Bowl, but Dicks. eventually uh, was invited to both and was a stud at both. Um, he actually put up the fastest 40 time for a linebacker ever recorded I think it was Combine since 2003. There you go, yeah. W- which, when they started, I guess, recording linebacker 40s. They didn't have clocks before that. Ah, uh, okay. No, yeah. I, I forgot that phase. There's some viewers out There's some listeners thinking that might be a thing. Ran a 4-3-8. <laughs> um, very speedy, obviously, for a linebacker. And, yeah, put up 20 reps on the bench with a prosthetic hand. His goal was like 6, and he just knocked out 20. He's shooting up draft boards everywhere, but at the end of the day, like... There's definitely still, you know, franchises out there that don't want to take that risk. But I mean, clearly this guy has, you know, take got the shit end of the stick his most of his life, and he's got that hardworking mentality. So he's gonna get drafted somewhere, he fourth, will. fifth round. He should. Not not just as a feel good story, but as like an actual competitor and like a, teamer. a team that's like you know between him and another guy of like equal stats, equal need. Like you know what? Let's take this guy. All right. Like what a, what an inspiration and. uh Wow, like you know what I mean? I think it'd be good, good for our team as far it's as good, like, for good for everything. Yeah. League, players. Yeah, yeah. Character guy. Yeah. Um, like someone at a party raising money to like for something. Like you know, you're, you're, you're like you're, you know, three sheets to the wind. Let's take it. Uh, I got uh, I got a weird pick queued up. Okay. Um, you got something in your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Couple insanely fast cornerbacks going to be entering the league: uh, Dante Jackson, Denzel Ward, and Perry Nicholson. Um, some athletic freaks. They all tied uh, with a forty time of four three two. So, 
Have fun with that, NFL receivers. Uh, there's a couple other track stars entering the league. Going to be blocking you. By the way, if you haven't seen the myth of Deion Sanders' 40 time, speaking of uh, DBs and their 40 time, uh, check it out on YouTube. Watch the, watch the NFL Films thing. Or I'll just tell you about it quickly. The dude showed up for his 40 time. The combine wasn't what it used to be. There wasn't the mass media there. There wasn't all the cameras. But there was GMs and coaches. He was Florida State. He was definitely going to be picked in the top four. He was the absolute rock star of the SEC he was winning games by himself as a quarterback. He was also kick returning, setting records, also played baseball, but maybe the best athlete ever. And uh, showed up, didn't do any of the other drills, showed up to the stadium, geared down, ran his 40, ran right out of the stadium, right back into the limo that he had just told to wait there for a second or a Gangster. minute. No warm up. Uh, and then flew back to Florida. I, apparently it was a sub 4-3-40 with multiple random almost myth-like saying that it might have been less than that or more than that. And time. Yeah, unfortunately, and it wasn't electronically timed back no, in the day. So nobody knows. will never know. But, yeah, I mean, you've seen, you've seen his highlights. He's probably the fastest player in league history. When in doubt, folks, in, uh, in life and when applying for a job, you know, leave a, little bit of, leave a little bit to mystery. All right? Be the mystery man. You know, That's why I like movies on uh, early dates. Can't play all your cards ASAP. All right, um, voice of God, thank you for the free agency, the combine, and each and every single thing that we have missed over the past few weeks. Look who's talkers. We hope you like it. Uh, moving on to our sorry section, sponsored by good Canadian boy, Justin Bieber. Sorry. Part of the show, great flyboard with Muskoka flyboard. Uh, thanks, Biebs. If you gave me $250 million when I was 17 years old, I'd have a lifetime collection of Rice Krispie Squares that I'd be living in. Yep. Eating myself to sleep in my own Rice Krispie Square house. Woo! Uh, we are sorry! Sorry! Tell you the Pats are going to win the Super Bowl. You know what? We got a dandy in between. Did not call Big Nick Nick doing that, but I also didn't think Malcolm Butler would sit out. A lot of other things. You heard our wrap-up episode. We hope you liked it. Sorry! We are sorry! Sorry! Teddy Bridgewater, you are homeless in the world of football, and I called it, and I kind of feel bad about it, but, uh, man, you got to change your throwing motion. You throw a lollipop, okay? It wasn't your knee that got hurt, uh, or it was your knee that got hurt, not your arm. Your arm's fine. You still throw like that? You're going to be a backup. Or a bridge to one of these rookie quarterbacks. We are sorry. Sorry. To Redskins fans, get used to Alex Smith and falling just short. All right, you're going to be playing just the tip with your wives for the next four years. Yep. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, Voice of God, any news that does not matter? Oh, we got plenty, baby. Let's get into it. Ed Hockley. Um, he retired. And if you don't recognize that name, you definitely know him as the old jacked ref. Yep. He uh, is the human gun rack. Yeah. <laughs> always veiny. Always like he just pumped out like, you know, 50 push-ups. Off camera. Retired literally to work out more. 27 seasons to be working for the NFL before I was born. Yep. Um, Knows which way it is to the beach. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Another cool story. Uh, Mike Mamula. Don't know if that name rings a bell to anyone. It didn't to me. But what I'm going to name my son, I think. Yep. Mike, Mike Mamula. Mike Mamula. No, just a, Julio Hewlett forever. He's an Italian mouthful. Um, but he is known as the man who broke the combine. Basically, in 95, he was a defensive end for Boston College. Um, originally pegged as like a third to seven round player, you know, 
uh, entering the draft. Um, but knowing the combine and the drills that never change, he was the first guy to be like, I'm going to hire specific coaches on each one of these drills and rock it up the draft. So he did a lot of bench press. He did a lot of vertical jumps, little, a lot of vertical jumps, Broad a lot of jumps. 40 yard runs. And he blew people away. They're like, Oh my God, Mike Mamula. He is a game changer. How did we not see this guy before? But yeah, he ran a four, five, eight, uh, 26 reps on the bench, 38 inch vertical um, as a defensive end. Very impressive. And yeah, scouts lost their friggin' minds. And Eagles took him seventh overall. Jesus. Yeah. Um, he. A lot of people see him as a bust. He did. They got play, Wahlberg in the third round. <laughs> yeah, he did play six years, but no Pro Bowls. So yeah, seventh overall, a little uh, underwhelming. But yeah, then literally after that, everyone started doing that, and now it's it's kind of like okay, everyone's doing that. So it's it's more of a fair comparison. I don't think I've ever seen a more appropriate nugget of information and. In- News that doesn't matter than Mike Mamula. Mike Mamula, the Hungarian Alpine halfpiper of the NFL Combine. How about them apples? The Cleveland Browns, always in the news for the wrong reasons. Always in the news that doesn't matter. Um, but uh, over the past weekend, obviously, the uh, current NFL coaches and staff were at the Combine in Indianapolis, um, where a lot of, by chance, uh, former Browns coaches are still employed by other teams. Yeah, they've been um, firing and hiring coaches like a turntable for like 10 years. Yeah, so they uh, they met up at a local restaurant called Rock Bottom <laughs> for up. a secret fired by the Browns <laughs> meeting. I shit you not. Um, their specifics are a little uh, murky at this point, um, but there was a lot of people in attendance, um, some of which Mike Patine, Romeo Cronell, Norv Turner, Pat Shermer, Kyle Shanahan, John DeFilippo, um, we don't know exactly which were in attendance right now. That's but, hilarious. Um, I'm assuming Bill Belichick was not. He's also in that alumni of being fired by the Browns. Yep. But They were all like, I guess Bill's not showing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we knew it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they found a restaurant called Rock Bottom and <laughs> that's, uh, that's, met up there. That's in line with the uh, Browns parade. It's kind of like an ode to... No, no, no. They celebrated the the misery of the. The Browns parade is different. It's a whole different type of depressing. (laughs) The Browns parade was done by people who are still in Cleveland. Like they are still sort of part of the Cleveland Browns. They're the fans. I bet you if they were. We've moved on. This is almost a celebration like that they moved on. You know? Look at us. All these teams love us. Like Kyle Shannon, Pat Shermer, like some of these top names in the league right now. Yeah, it's like, hey, how great is it to be not in Cleveland? Yeah, you you have two games to turn the franchise around. Mark my words, that rock bottom Cleveland party was inspired by the parade. (laughs) Right. Some other news. That's your weird angle. Papa John. See you later, bud. Later. Um, He is out of there. Uh, The NFL and Papa John's chose to not renew their sponsorship. And Pizza Hut has moved in. And uh, now stepped up to be the official pizza of the NFL. Coincidentally, Mr. Peyton Manning, who owns a part of 31 Papa John's restaurants in the Denver area, sold all of his ownership in those said restaurants two days before the announcement. Hmm. Interesting. Almost like someone told the old... The old yeah, uh, almost like Brady would be in Guantanamo Bay if he did that. Right, yeah. right. How many Papa John's are in Denver? Do, do the balls in, in Guantanamo Bay need deflating? <laughs> I mean, I figured Tom was busy. Also, Chris McCaffrey, he was enjoying his offseason uh, on a nice hike in Colorado when he noticed a 72-year-old man fall 20 feet onto the rocks. Uh, he 
What were you, know, you doing hiking? Sprung into action. He was just hiking with his buddies, and uh, he called 911 and assisted the man who was in critical condition but stable. So, out of be Christian, you're a hero. Yeah. What a beauty. Good for Christian. I don't know. From the Panthers, I'm loving this guy. Scaling rock. <laughs> no, this, this, was, <laughs> the, this is the old man's fault. In Denver air, I know. This is uh, Shouldn't have been standing there. Note to the Cleveland Browns ownership, don't hire Weird Mike as your owner. You're going to draft Saquon Barkley first, and your players are not allowed to hike. Um, you know what? Anything's better than what they have been doing. Uh, that was a lot of fun, folks. On behalf of Huck Media, we are Look Who's Talking. We'll be back. We'll see you soon. Uh, the NFL season never really ends. That's why we like it. And if you are thinking of doing Alpine Halfpipe next year, you know what? You probably can. I'm Jeff Hewlett for Voice of God. We're Mike and Huck Media. We'll see you later. Cheers. Straight from the top of my dome.